Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. I'm so grateful you're here, and I don't take lightly you investing your time to listen. So as a token of my appreciation, if you stay to the end, there will be a gift I will direct you to, to say a big thank you for staying. I want to share all things relating to attracting and creating a healthy love life and having a filling relationship. And I also want to give you great value, guidance, advice and tips for two reasons. One, I see relationships suffering and in crisis and I want to help and support. And two, because I'm now lucky enough to be in a long-term relationship where I absolutely experience passion, intimacy, fulfilment and most importantly, inner peace on a daily basis. And I know if I can do it, then I also know that you're empowered to do it too. But for me, it wasn't always like that. Have you ever experienced any um, hurts, traumas or heartbreak that have affected your future or current relationship? Or have you ever experienced unhealthy relationships that have been full of drama and conflicts? Or maybe you've been in unfulfilling relationships where there has been little or no passion or you've been in a, a relationship where there's been real healthy passion, but it's waned and you don't know how to reignite the flame. If you answered yes to any of these, then you're not alone and it's not your fault. I really understand. I've been there. I care and I'm here to serve you because I'm on a global mission to enhance relationships and to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence and suicide. And, and for you to understand why I'm on this mission, first, with your permission, I would really like to briefly tell you my own personal story. I must warn you, it's pretty harrowing, but it's one I'm now comfortable with sharing. Okay, so... Through my teens, I experienced several sexually traumatic events that no girl or woman should ever have to go through. There is no easy way to say this, but at the age of 15, I was raped by a man who I got to know whilst attending my local swimming club. I was a virgin and naive enough to think that he offered me a lift home out of kindness. That lift cost me the rest of my childhood, a potential competitive swimming career, my education, some good friendships, as well as my femininity and dignity. It left me feeling violated, ashamed and dirty. I did try to pretend it never happened and for a while it worked. Then at 18, just when I was starting to trust men again, I was drugged and raped by a friend 
of my then boyfriend. I remember vividly how helpless and vulnerable I felt. And then to actually compound it all. Shortly afterwards, my mum left my dad. And in her absence, my dad, in his pain and despair, molested and tried to take advantage of me. Fortunately, I was able to escape from his clutches before yet another potentially serious sexual assault took place. This event sent me over the edge and I remember as a result distinctly planning my own suicide. It would have been very easy for me to do at the time because I was working as a veterinary nurse and lived in accommodation above the surgery. And I had access to the poisons cupboard. I even recall going as far as reaching for the drug which I knew would be fatal to me. Obviously, I didn't go through with it. But for all that, I know I'm not alone. Many of you listening to this will and can relate. But all these events negatively impacted my future relationships. Here are some shocking statistics. More than 44% of marriages end in divorce in the UK. Divorce is also one of the top reasons for suicide among men. Domestic abuse affects one in four women and one in six men in their lifetime and has more repeat victims than any other crime. Approximately 400 people commit suicide each year who have attended hospital for domestic injuries in the previous six months. In addition, breakups are believed to be the number one cause of suicide among young people. These are the statistics that I'm on a mission to reverse, and not just in the UK, but globally. In fact, my bigger global mission and vision is to contribute back. I want to be involved in creating a lasting legacy of safety, dignity and opportunity for children and women who have, who have survived rape, abuse and severe trauma as a result of war crimes, sex trafficking, etc. Through the setting up of worldwide You Can Survive and Thrive centres. So having given you a bit of a background, I want to now move on and just ask you to be really open-minded because in this and future episodes, some of what I'm going to discuss, um, well, really, you might find it controversial, you might find it emotive, so it will either be massively something you resonate with or massively challenging with your own current thinking. All you need to know is that I've researched and trained with the world's leading experts and that I've also had a lifetime of experiential learning and implementing this stuff. So I know firsthand what works. And, and now I want to share and pass these valuable insights on to yourselves. Um, you know, this is, this is, this is me being my very best wanting to serve humankind at its, its realest, highest level. My own expertise revolves around helping you to reclaim your feminine power by understanding how polarization works. And what I mean by that is how masculine and feminine energy works in the context of your intimate relationships. Now, as humans, we've all 
got masculine and feminine energy and we all have a more dominant energy, which is what we are at our natural core. So if you're a woman and you're attracted to men or you're already in a relationship with a man, then what that usually means is that your more dominant natural energy is the feminine and that his more dominant natural energy is the masculine. And there are three main energy states women operate in. Number one, we operate in our highest natural healthy feminine energy state where we love and value ourselves. Secondly, we can uh, often default into our masculine energy state and we quite often default into this state when we've been hurt or threatened and feel the need to protect ourselves. And I'll discuss all this a lot more in, in this and future episodes. So don't worry if you don't get this right from the start. You know, it'll be reinforced and it become a lot clearer as we go through each and every episode within this uh, podcast. Uh, and number three, our unhealthy feminine energy default state is where we don't love and value ourselves. So that's when we, we, we you know, basically we're, we're in victim mode. Um, and again, you know, I'll discuss these areas in a lot more detail in this and future episodes. So you get clear as to what I specifically mean by these states. But for us to have fulfilling relationships, there needs to be a polarization of healthy and masculine and feminine energy. And the more polarized the masculine and feminine energies are, the more attraction and passion we'll experience in our intimate relationships. It's very common for women to live in their default energy states and after suffering past hurts, heartbreak and traumas, you know, this isn't surprising why, why this happens and why this actually negatively impacts any future relationships. And if we have polarised unhealthy masculine and feminine energy states present, this is what attracts really toxic relationships. And what causes a lack of attraction and passion in relationships and can also cause conflicts as well is when women default into their masculine energy. So I just want to just talk a little bit more about this because women use their masculine energy and quite often default into it for two main primary reasons. One, as a protection and defence mechanism in response to having suffered any past hurts, uh, heartbreak or traumas such as sexual violence and abuse, for example. And secondly, um, and as I said, this, this all happens unconsciously, they default into it to assert themselves and model successful males in the workplace, for example. You may have been aware that, you know, for many years now, women have worked hard towards achieving great things and have accomplished some really amazing feats, that the right to vote, equality in the workplace. Um, we, you know, we've climbed the corporate ladder, we've created our own successful businesses and we've become more financially independent. And all these accomplishments, I 100% wholeheartedly support. But what I, I also know is that to have a healthy, fulfilling relationship, that sometimes embracing these masculine traits has a negative impact. And 
To have a healthy relationship, it doesn't mean you have to give up being successful or independent. If you do need to wear the trousers and buy, I mean, you know, when I want to say wear the trousers, I mean, adopt a more masculine energy and, and adopt more masculine traits at work or, or, um, you know, outside of your intimate relationship, then that, that's fine. But what I'm actually saying is when you're with your man behind closed doors, remember to take your trousers off and slip more into your natural feminine self instead. Because essentially men have primarily been our role models to achieving success in the modern world. And, um, you know, we have our own aspirations as women. And that's often involved us taking on typically masculine traits. And this has also been encouraged and compounded by our parenting, our education through schools and the media. So it's not your fault if you're actually unconsciously living and taking on masculine traits, traits I should say. Um, you know, it's definitely not your fault. We, we've been, as I say, educated and parented to actually be more this way in order to achieve um, our successes and accomplishments. But on the way, um, you know, as part of embracing these masculine traits in, within our own personalities, we've unintentionally um, suppressed our authentic feminine nature, which in turn has blurred the natural lines between the masculine and the feminine. So there's not much polarisation now between the sexes, which then makes it a lot more difficult for men to relate to us in a romantic way. Because we've got to remember that men aren't hairy women. They, they are different to us. They behave differently to us. They think differently to us. They feel differently to us. You know, um, if we were meant to reproduce ourselves, there wouldn't be two sexes. And quite often each sex tends to think we act and think and behave like them when we don't. We're totally different and we're different for, you know, um, obvious reasons. There needs to be those differences in order for us to procreate and prolong the human race. So, you know, as women, when we've unconsciously took on our, our masculine traits as part of being parented and educated and modeling men to succeed, this has come at a cost to our relationships and it's quite often resulted in conflicts or at best, you know, feeling quite lonely and disconnected or, or feeling unfulfilled. And We've done this because quite often we've learnt to protect ourselves and or achieve success. And along the way, we've inadvertently suppressed our true feminine selves. And unfortunately, that what this has meant is that both sexes have almost become gender neutral. And research proves that the energies within an intimate relationship, if they're too similar, Attraction fades and the natural love and connection will, will not be present. You know, the, the needs of both parties will not be met. So you may be thinking, well, what's the answer to that? Well, the, the answer is simple. In order to create a healthy, fulfilling relationship, all you need to do is create polarisation by discovering how to reconnect and reclaim your natural feminine power. So this is what I'm going to be discussing a lot um, in future episodes, um, specifically more so in the next episode, 
I'll be discussing more on masculine and feminine energy and how it impacts our relationships and, and what that means and how we can correct this and become more aware. And in the meantime, if you want more information, which includes a visual look at a graph and a table relating to this subject, and as a gift for staying to the end of this particular episode, email me at lynn at hearts-entwine.com and that's Lynn spelt just L-Y-N at hearts-entwine.com and I'll send you my Reclaim Your Feminine Power report and uh, I hope you enjoy it and uh, can see from the graph and the table clear more clearly what I'm talking about and uh, hopefully <laughs> that will make it clearer and give you a lot more sense. Until then, I want to thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it. I see you. I feel you. I hear you. I understand you. I care about you. I'm with you and I want to help you and serve you. And always remember, true love starts with opening our, our hearts. Until next time, thank you for listening. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.